Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to Pitch Talk. We are fans of football dropping vlogs, videos and podcasts on the beautiful game. Check out our videos on YouTube and Instagram's IGTV. Including special feature segments, vlogs such as... 5 Minutes with a G. The Straight Shooting View. Coaching with JBK. Audio on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Podomatic, Spotify and other podcast platforms. Join the Pitch Talk revolution on social media. Twitter, Instagram. We have a group and fan page on Facebook. The pitch is where we eat. The pitch is where we sleep. And the pitch is where we talk. Welcome to the Straight Shooting View. Hey, what's up, people? My name is Straight Shooting LJA, and welcome to the Straight Shooting View. Brian Giggs, Wilfred Zaha. Mikel Antonio being the most recent, Danny Welbeck. The reason why I'm putting all these all these names together at once is not because most of them have played for Man United, but is because they've changed allegiance in terms of countries. Throw Diego Costa in there too. But my thing with choosing countries and this whole and this whole national allegiance rules and all that sort of stuff. FIFA's residency rules to me are an absolute circus, an absolute joke. Cast your mind back a few years ago when it was being mentioned, whilst Mikel Arteta was still playing, him and Manuel Manuel Almunia, because they hadn't represented Spain at all, it was one of them ones, they could have been eligible to play for England. And when I heard that at the time, I was like... Okay, no, that that's just absurd. Don't let that happen. And it made me think about and made me read up about the FIFA about the FIFA residency rules. Now, these rules, as said, are an absolute circus. Because then a few years later, whilst Roy Hodgson was manager of England, England were openly trying to call Adnan Yalazai. And he had the choice between what? I think Belgium, Kosovo, England, and about nine other goddamn countries. You see where I'm going with this, don't you? But the fact is, as I said, the residency rules are an absolute shambles. I mean, you look at examples like Orion Giggs, who represented England basically at every level, and then Diego Costa did the same thing, did the same thing for Brazil. It's like... How can you, I just look at it as how can you represent a country at every level and even in Diego Costa's case, Costa's was actually worse because he actually represented, um, he, he actually represented Brazil at full international level, but it was in a friendly and there's another loophole within the, within FIFA's, um, within FIFA's rules because you can represent a country at every single level but you basically are not tied to a country until you make a full appearance for them at full national level. So you can, as I said, with Diego Costa, he represented Brazil at full national level, but it was only in a friendly. So these rules are just an absolute circus. And then you start getting cases like that. Then, as I said, with the residency rules, you also, and the lineage rules as well and all that, then you start getting cases like Eduardo da Silva. A clear Brazilian by name, 
look, languages that he speaks, clear Brazilian, but in my view, he wasn't good enough for Brazil, nowhere near good enough. So what does he do? I think he had a Croatian grandparent, so he decided to play for them. So that's how you end up getting Eduardo de Silva being able to play for Croatia, which to me is just utterly absurd. But some of these are grounded in a bit more reality. So there's a reason, obviously I, I talked about Wilfred Zaha and Mikel Antonio as well. Mikel Antonio is an interesting one. And I think he's done the right thing choosing Jamaica over England. Screw, by the way, by the way, screw the Daily Mail. The Daily Mail can do one, you idiots. Because at the end of the day, Mikel Antonio did not snub England. He chose Jamaica. So clearly he feels a lot more affinity towards the Jamaican national team than the English one. Remember Daily Mail, a.k.a. Daily Fail. You don't have to be anti-something to be pro-something else. Always remember that. Absolute cretins. Because they were... Because, yeah, this... It was just shambolic seeing the headlines from the Daily Mail talking about, oh, Mikel Antonio snubbed England. No, actually, England have basically snubbed him. Because Mikel Antonio is, what, 30 years old? And has only started... And has only started really being kind of touted as a potential like in terms of getting a potential England call-up at 30 years old my view in my view if someone's overlooked you for that long in your footballing career it's not worth playing for them because clearly they don't want you and if they want you at 30 you know that it's only it's only a short-term deal <clears throat> and it's probably just to fill a gap so it's one of them ones and even so with international sides, I always look at I always look at it as you should be looking to the future, not trying to not trying to get someone who may only give you like a year, maybe two at most. So yeah, that whole thing, yeah, the Daily Mail just wow, rubbed me the wrong way with that. But I remember Danny Welbeck when he chose Ghana, and funnily enough, myself, the G-Man, and Jesse Fizzle, right after Danny Welbeck decided to play for England instead of Ghana, guess what happened? A friendly at Wembley. I think it was back in 2011. Where um, I think it was Andy Carroll who actually got the winning goal. But the Ghana fans, the little pocket of them in the corner, every time Welbeck got the ball, boom! And fair play. Because I think it was literally within, oh God, I think it was like a week earlier maybe maybe more maybe slightly more maybe slightly less that he'd made that decision so his timing was fantastic kind of like fernando torres going to going to chelsea and and basically saying in his first interview oh i'm at a big club now where i can win trophies forgetting conveniently that a few days later liverpool will come at the stanford bridge and then Daniel Agger gave him the forearm shiver in the face for all of us coppites. Shout outs to Daniel Agger. But, um, but yeah, I said, these rules where you can have a grandparent from a country and be like, oh yeah, I want to play for that one. But the fact that you can be eligible for more than three countries is just absurd. I personally think the country you're born in is the country you should represent, personally. But the only loophole to that that I would have would be, all right, 
if you were say if you were born in one country but before the age but say before the age of 10 you move to another country then okay i could i could let that slide because if you're if you're 10 or under and you move from one country to another the previous country you were in you won't have any affinity for by the time you're 15 by the time you're 15 16 because your formative years will have been spent in the country you moved to your adopted nation so that would be where i'd go where i'd go with that so it'd be one of them ones where you'd be eligible for two countries the country of your birth and your adopted nation if you moved before the age of 10 years old that would be where i'd go with it because then that will stop this stupidness of as said with the um, with england trying to get adnan yanazai and him having eligibility for like 12 countries it stops that kind of absurdity and it's like right you got one of these countries to pick from and i think in his case it would have been kosovo or belgium pick one like pick one live with your decision because at the end of the day as i said i i don't like this i don't like this thing where you can represent an international nation at every single level even at full international but as long as it's a friendly you've still got an escape clause and you can still switch countries no 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 because at international level, you want to be planning for the future. You want to be planning for the future of that nation, <clears throat> of that nation. If you're the manager, if you're the football association, so you don't want to be worrying about is your say main star or whatever going to jump ship to another country. I, I just, I just, I'm, I've never been comfortable with that. But I said it's a case of. Yeah, Mikel Antonio, I'm glad I'm glad he's chosen Jamaica. I said, the fact that he's been overlooked for so long by England, I said, dude's 30 years old. So it's one of them where it's like, they've overlooked you for that long, they clearly don't really want you. you may, you're having a hot couple of seasons, you know what, play for the country that means most to you. In his case, with the current rules as they are, not my suggested rules. There's one of them was, play for the country you have the most affinity towards. If that's Jamaica, so be it. And I said, I'm glad he's picked. I'm glad he's picked Jamaica because Jamaica could actually end up having quite a decent side if all goes to plan um, for them. So it's one of them where it's like, I, like shout out to Mikel Antonio for his decision and Wilfred Zaha as well, picking the Ivory Coast over England. Because at the end of the day, that's a very interesting decision because I swear Wilfred Zaha is basically from South London. <laughs> so. It's one of them where it's like, that's a big decision to pick the Ivory Coast instead of England. And I think he'd get into the England team. So for him, it was one of them ones. You could clearly, for me, I reckon it's one of them ones where he's thought, nah, I don't really like, I really like the way like the England players are treated. It may have been that. It may have been certain cases where he, he's been overlooked and he's been snubbed. So he thinks, ah, all right, let me go for the Ivory Coast because I feel an affinity for that nation. And may, hell, maybe Didier Drogba's his hero. If Didier Drogba is Wilfred Zaha's hero, that makes all the sense in the world why he'd want to pick the Ivory Coast over England. So it's one of them where it's, where it's like, and AFCON is not some little two-bit jabroni tournament either. 
similar to the Copper America. These are not little two-bit jabroni, jabroni buddy tournaments. These are major, major tournaments on the world stage. And especially with the African nations, they've been doing better at World Cups over the past decade and a half. Just about decade and a half plus, I'd say. But um, but it's one, it's one of them ones where it's like him, him picking, him picking the Ivory Coast. Fair play to him. Absolutely fair play to him. <clears throat> so, as I said, I think the FIFA, I think FIFA's residency rules are an absolute joke. I don't think you should be able to have your pick of like twelve countries at once. As I said earlier, I think it should be two at the most. The country you're born in, and if you moved before the age of 10, have that as your loophole as well. And if you didn't move before the age of 10, the further, apart from that, the furthest you go up is your parents. So, as I said, like I said earlier, it's a case of if you're eligible for more than three countries, it's absurd. I think, as I said, it should be three, it should be three countries maximum. Because your parents can obviously be one from this country, one from another country, and then you were born in one country. Yeah, that's as far as it should go for me. Not grandparents, not great-grandparents on your mother's left-hand side where, like, where her left pinky finger hangs out a little more than her right one. No, 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 no. None of that stuff. None of that. Let's keep this simple. Let's keep this simple. Keep it rational. But you know what, yeah? There is also actually a topic of nationalization as well. Where I've just, just, just in terms of a potential loophole, because you look at the French national team and situations that they've had with nationalization, where players are taken from North Africa. So such as um, Algeria, Zaire, Morocco, Algeria. So it's one of them ones where it's like I, the loophole that I would put in, sorry, the loophole that I would close in terms of my moving before the age of 10, I would say it's one, I would say a voluntary move because a lot of, and we know it happens with the African nations where a lot of them get their players basically stolen by the bigger nations such as France especially where they'll see a talented player and when he reaches like say seven, eight, nine, it'd be one of them ones they'll move him they'll pay their parents off a few grand and then move them and then move them over to France nationalise them basically and then it's like yeah you can play for France so it's one of them ones I don't agree with that philosophy and that method at all so I would close that loophole straight away as well. If you were moved in that particular way, and there's ways of tracking that, definitely ways of tracking that. If you move in that particular way, then no. No, you're not eligible for that country that you've moved to. Because that's because that's cheating the system. That's cheating the system's literally cheating. Nah, I don't I don't think I don't think that's no. Nah, it's not kosher to me. Let me know your views. I want to know, do you think FIFA's residency rules and nationality rules, are they a circus? I think they are, personally. But let me know what you think. Comment section is where? It's down there, down below. Comment section. Let me know your views. YouTube.com forward slash pitch talk. 
check out all of our videos, including Five Minutes with the G, Coaching with JBK, and yours truly on the Straight Shooting View, and our special feature videos as well. Also, we are on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean. We're also on Player FM, Podomatic as well. Check our audio out as well. <clears throat> also, also, twitter.com forward slash pitch talk or at pitch talk on Twitter, at pitch talk on Instagram as well. Tweet us, follow us, see what we're up to. Have a look at our previews to our vlogs on um, Instagram as well. One full episodes of the straight shooting, straight shooting view top picks as well. Also, 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 remember facebook.com forward slash pitch talk. Become a fan, become a friend, become a member of the group. Join the footballing revolution. We are working so hard to create as well. Huh, bloody hell, man. I said FIFA's residency and nationality rules. Should you be able to change basically as late as you want, really, as long as you ain't played a full international, a full competitive competitive international should you be able to change i don't think so but let me know your views i have been straight shooting lja and until next time i will see you later take easy peace thanks for your time join the pitch talk revolution on social media dropping vlogs videos and podcasts on the beautiful game